0: This is the time that we all been waiting on The moment all the say has been hating on See they've been talking down on us and flexing. It'll take more than that for you to stop a Houston Texan A lot of teams talking tough and can't back it up But not the boys on Kirby so you can pack it up Reliant Stadium is where you can find us with the whole city Alright, guys, welcome back to another edition of Texans Unfiltered, a Houston football podcast for your Houston Texans. I am young Ari Gold. I am the guard at Texan. And John, what a week. Like I feel like this week just flew by with all this Texans news of extensions and fifty three man roster and then changes to the roster, and then there's just been so much going on this week.
1: Flew by. Man, flew I'm, so, by. I'm I'm ready for Sunday. Oh, I'm totally ready for Sunday, but I, this news flurry... Last like, weekend between college football and all the news, that flew by. And then, you know, having three days off in a row, which... First time in my life, like, getting actual a holiday weekend off. Like, oh, it's that, nice. That shit was awesome. Oh, it's like, nice. That was awesome.
0: It's nice. It, now, it's now, quick. Now,
1: now I understand what the appeal about that was. Yeah, a normal job leads to a normal life. Oh, man. But this week, since we hit Tuesday's kind of been dragging, like... I keep refreshing news and everything, and you know we keep making transactions. Go figure. It's so nobody, weird. nobody was right on the fifty-three. Uh, and yeah. man, were we wrong? We were wrong
0: in a lot of um, <laughs> different spots, and we weren't the only ones that were wrong. I think almost everybody was wrong when it came to the roster. So I guess we'll jump into the roster. So what surprised you? What didn't surprise you? They obviously are still making moves.
1: They went hyper. Aggressive in roster construction, like this is a, it's the most aggressive I've seen them in a very long time. That's putting a team together like in Madden. Yeah, they're pretty much accepting that these players, the players they kept, were the players that they thought were better than what they could find on the street, regardless of position. Sure, um, I don't really think we lost anybody on our initial cut down that I was like, oh, that person's definitely going to get signed. I think only one of our players. They got cut, actually did get signed. Anaku, the the uh, defensive tackle. Yeah. And that was to a practice squad. And then nobody else did. So
0: we were both wrong about Kakeem Hunt.
1: Well, he, he made, made it. it.
0: <laughs> and then I was watching on the worst part about this is I was watching on Snapchat and before it actually got announced, he was sitting down on like this thing. Like, I forgot what he says exactly, but he says like, <clears throat> well, you know. I did everything I could. And I like I instantly like messaged him. I was like, what are you talking about? And are you cut? And not but 20 seconds later, the it breaks and he's cut. And I message him. I'm like, Man, I'm so sorry. Like, you're a fan favorite for sure. Almost all of us were surprised by the fact that Akeem Hunt got cut and Jordan Todman kept his job. I think everybody was. Nobody expected. It. I know Pat Star was like or Pat Stat was like, yeah. Um, Jordan Todman's going to make the team but I don't think like after the 53 man was announced I don't think anybody expected this
1: you know I think that and I get Hunt, the move yeah Hunt's I get it. hamstrings still got to be bothering him and I that, think that if he I think if he was healthy I think if he's 100% healthy him and Todman are kind of a toss up um, I read a lot online where people are like oh you should keep Hunt over Irvin
0: no. li- why are people hating on him so much well I
1: mean Okay. Last year was but kind of but he was rough. a rookie. He yeah. came
0: from a very very small school. I mean, he had to get acclimated. He showed glimpses. He did. But you
1: know how you know how it is. If you can't hold on to a ball in Houston, people get really mad. Especially if you're a special teamer. There's been a couple that have been pretty good that we've run off because we kind of assumed that they're all going to Trinity Holiday, Holiday, Jacoby Jones, Jacoby. I mean. But he's shown like, you know, it's funny. Like I got into an argument
0: with somebody in there. I was like, he's looked like a completely different player in preseason. He really has. And we've been saying that for quite some time now. He's just looks more decisive. I know we're not the only ones. He's been more decisive. He just has an understanding. It seems like he just has a better understanding of the position and what's expected of him.
1: I actually think that he's not going to spend as much time on special teams as we think.
0: Yeah, uh, in the long term, I think long term, he actually will. I think I think I think we have I think you have it backwards. I think short term, he's going to help out more receiver now. I think as everybody comes back, we'll start to put him back in that Swiss Army knife role. I don't think I Todman th- will be on this team for the whole year.
1: Yeah, I don't think so either. And I so if you take
0: Todman off,
1: I think Todman's holding your boy Chris Thompson's spot. I would agree. And I, I think that they want to have a dedicated special teamer. And I think Thompson's that. But also yeah.
0: Ellington can return too. And so that's going to be, but they're not going to put Ellington out this week and returns yeah. considering El- our wide receiver depth.
1: Yeah, Ellington's essentially our number two. I mean, I said he would be our number two, but that's not exactly how I thought it was going to hey, happen. So you were technically right. <laughs>
0: everybody, everybody give John a pat on the back. No, he was no, right. Number no. two, number two. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree. I, I I just think that with Hunt, uh, uh, most people were surprised. I, I definitely was surprised. I know you were surprised. It would have been nice to keep him. We all like what Hunt brings to the table, I but I do agree with you. I think a lot of it had to do with the health with Blue Hurt, Foreman Hurt, it's like, where else, what else can you do? If they don't play, you have Lamar, Todman, Irvin. It's not really the best situation to be in.
1: Well, didn't Foreman come off the uh, injury report?
0: Today, yeah. Yeah, so he He's, he's expected playing. to get quite a bit of snaps from what I understand. So. Which would be great. I can't wait to see him. That's an exciting part for me for Sunday
1: yeah maybe I mean, the
0: most exciting except for defense because i can't wait to see it de- no, oh i just can't wait Especially, we're I, four I, days away
1: i almost feel bad for I like i don't almost
0: i don't even come close to it i hope they destroy him
1: i think they're about i to want win. him to feel like david carr it, well his that's co- what i want his careers are already pretty much ruined or i'd say that it's game pretty may, close to may ruin his career but it may ruin his desire to play football
0: yeah, his confidence, everything's gone this I've week. been
1: listening to a little bit of Jaguars um, getting ready for this game, and they almost don't even want to watch the game. Like, their offensive line is a mess.
0: Now, somebody mentioned today, is it a trap game?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You think so? Yeah.
0: I don't. I think we, I think we all, I think we go in, and I think we dominate from I the snap so. of the ball to the end of the game.
1: Well, there's always been this funny thing with football. Especially you can be too emotional for a game. Absolutely, and there will be, and you play sloppy, and you just play with way too too much emotion. Yep. I've yet to see a Bill O'Brien team coached like that. If anything, they've always they've sometimes come out sure on on the low end. But with everything going on, there's been nothing like this.
0: When the players are running through the tunnel, that stadium.
1: Oh, that's when JJ comes out.
0: Yeah, and that's what everybody keeps talking about when JJ comes out. I don't think it's going to matter. Uh, yes, when JJ comes out, obviously, there's going to be more of a roar. But I think once
1: even Tom there, Savage is like, what do you mean you, when JJ? Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> you mean when JJ hits the field? <laughs> there, it's yeah, JJ gonna-
0: made a joke about him being drafted when he got drafted. He got booed, too. He made a joke about that as well.
1: Hey, Uh, we were wrong.
0: We were wrong, JJ. We'll be the first to tell you, bro. I didn't
1: boo. You don't got to point it out, all right? I'm surprisingly, if I had followed football like I do now, I probably would have booed. 27 million, by the way.
0: Wow. 27 million.
1: Yeah. Go ahead and rename the highway after him. I don't care that he's still rename,
0: rename the city after you know, him. it's called he always, Watson Texas yeah if he, <laughs> if he wants
1: to run for mayor tomorrow he can do two jobs I mean he the mean, guy's shit. just
0: amazing we talked we talked a ton about it last week so I don't want to dive too much into it but I mean 27 million dollars you know is it's just a phenomenal task and it's it's just it's amazing to see
1: just give the man his due it's, I mean yeah joked around before that he may be Captain America I don't think it's a joke anymore I think he literally
0: is Captain yeah. America. They're gonna sign him on for the next movie. No kidding. Uh, yeah. He's great. Um, so as far as other surprises, obviously, Novak Gone, Fairbairn, fair Fairburn. We're gonna have to learn how to say his that name. That guy Kime. Kaime's better. I like Kime, I'll say that. That's easier. Uh Kaimi Fairburn. Fairbotten. Um made the team. I don't think it's a surprise. We both had him making the mm-hmm. team. We both agree that you can find another Novak, unfortunately. Like, not to dismiss Novak and what oh, he's done. I mean... But it's just... A, it's it's the way the league works with kickers. It's just the way it is.
1: Yeah. Uh, we Reddit, found Mike Nugent, like... Reddit had it right, calling him Big Zick Nick. He was... He hit some clutch kicks for us last year. He really he won did. won some games for us last year. He did.
0: But... We wouldn't, have clinched, the, we wouldn't have clinched the division
1: without him. Like... We tried Our special teams even tried to spin in beginning of the year as a positive. He can only kick it to the 10-yard line. Well, that might be a good thing. Well, it turns out you got to have some hang time if you're only going to kick it to the 10-yard line. And our special teams don't look that much better, so the touchbacks will probably be a better plan until maybe a little later on the year when I think Thompson comes in and he is that special teams gunner who's just a gunner. And we did surprisingly find room for Peters as well, so we... There's a couple of pieces that we
0: can potentially put together. Alfred Blue Peters, add Thompson to the mix.
1: You know, uh, that reminds me about Alfred Blue. Does anybody know what type of ankle sprain he has? Because there's a big, big difference between a high and a, a low. They haven't said.
0: I haven't seen it.
1: If he has a high ankle sprain,
0: I don't think it's well, no, not all the time. Odell Beckham had a high ankle sprain, and he's gonna be playing week one. He didn't have
1: a high ankle sprain, according to Roto World, he had a high ankle sprain. That's because most people don't understand what the difference between an ankle sprain is and a high. Ankle. Well, no, I get that. I'm just saying, I, I wouldn't say IR. If you're that's, a skill well, that's nine weeks. Most skill players they don't bounce back from high ankle sprains until halfway through the season. A high ankle sprain is the two little bones at the bottom right, of your right, leg. right. it's the material in between it got torn. That holds your two bones in place. It's not your ankle where it gets twisted, and every year you see players try and come back from a high ankle. Oh, they never do, and they are always shit for half the season. Correct. And as many running backs as we have, it was like ten. So yeah, I mean,
0: no, I mean, I don't think I don't think it's a high ankle sprain, and I think he'll be fine. I do like that Deontay is going to play this week, but we'll get into this week uh, here in a second. So, uh, other parts of the roster that shocked you? Uh, honestly, I there was wasn't ter- too
1: much. I was terrified when we were going to go with four receivers, but then we picked up that kid from Dallas. Who's yeah, probably a one game rental. Most likely, he'll be cut as soon as
0: Strong comes back, unless he does something to keep his job. Anything can happen in the NFL, so. He may end up being our Will Fuller. He's fast.
1: Yeah. He's extremely I mean, fast. Again, the Bill O'Brien offense is you want to, you need that one receiver who can clear out. That's him. And then you nickel and dime them to death. And then you take your shots every now and then. Yeah. So we'll see. It'll, we'll it'll see. be
0: interesting to see. Uh, Quisenberry not making the team. I don't think it was a surprise to either one of us. I'm glad that. That's sad. It's sad, but I don't think it's as sad as we yeah, he's expected. On the pra- he's on the practice, he's on the practice squad. squad. He's got to get his strength back. He's got to get back in football shape. Yeah. We knew there was a chance that this would happen. Well, he showed a lot of
1: heart the first game. It's just how he went down throughout preseason. You could tell. And he was he's just just getting beat up. It, he was yeah. just getting beat up. Absolutely. And yeah. it happens. You know, maybe it. I, I mean, shit. He bounced back from cancer to come back and play. He'll um, be fine. So can't question the man's toughness. So he may get into football shape quicker than otherwise. Absolutely. You don't, you you don't know. So I do like, I do think we'll see him on a 53 man roster. I I agree. And I I, think it it could potentially be next year. Probably next year. He's shown a lot of versatility. He just ran out of steam.
0: Well, and I like that bill O'Brien kept his promise from what he said on hard knocks. You know, he he told him pretty much like, I see you playing. I see you on this team. It's just not this year. And then the following year was harder for him. You know, he's doing what he can. I think he's shown a lot of heart, and I think that's probably the biggest thing with Bill O'Brien is his effort is always there. You can't coach effort. It's either there or it's not. And he always seems to have the effort at least. So if he can get back in football shape and then put that effort and and his getting back into shape all in one package, I think he'll be fine. We kept Kyle Fuller, which to me was a surprise.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah. We drafted him, and apparently, being a draft pick now guarantees you a roster spot for one year. I think that's two years in a row where he kept all the draft picks on the roster. I also
0: think that they really like the fact that he could potentially play guard.
1: Yeah, he's built more as a guard. Right. He's not. He's not even built to be a center. Correct. He's way, way too tall. To College be a center.
0: center, NFL center, two different things.
1: I mean, God bless Deshaun taking a snap from him because I don't know if Deshaun's going to see over his head, but. Right. I mean, he could play guard, um, but I, he could also be a center in the pinch. And with Nick Martin, hopefully we have our center for the next 10 years. So.
0: It would be nice to have, pair him with Deshaun. That would be a nice little tandem to have him and Deontay and and Deshaun would be be fun to watch for a while. Um, When you think about the – what do you think about the fact that your boy Denzel Rice –
1: he didn't even get an injury settlement. No, but like, I don't know. <laughs> he was definitely hurt. Um, the only injury report I saw afterwards was it was his ankle. I thought it was his knee, but nobody signed him yet. And I don't know. For a fourth cornerback, I thought he was pretty good because he was good at making turnovers. He was always there for an interception or a strip sack or a forced fumble, not a strip sack, a forced fumble. Like, he constantly did that, and I honestly think that the one thing that our defense is missing is somebody that creates turnovers. And I thought he would have brought that, but he didn't. And then you are almost right on D. I was right. No, no, no. I was right. right. No,
0: he made the 53. <laughs> he made the 53. By two days. Okay, that's making the 53. Technically, we were both right about Akeem Hunt, and then six hours later, it just changed. Yeah. Uh,
1: but... We were right. Then we were the Virgin wrong.
0: made it and I was super stoked. But to be honest with you, this Marcus Burley kid. Coming from the Legion of Boom. And then to the Browns.
1: It always worries I me. Though, a little tape with them at work when they can't catch on with the Browns. I
0: eh, there. It's very hard to stay there, though. Like, think about it. Like, think about any work environment that you've ever been in in your life. OK, we both come from a restaurant. So we've done it. Tell me about that time that you worked in a restaurant as a manager and the whole, the general manager was negative. The, the employees were negative. Just the environment itself was negative. How did that impact you?
1: Well, those places are always miserable to work at,
0: but that's fine. But how did it impact you? You weren't yourself. Yeah. You found little things to complain about. There was, you just weren't yourself when you're in the right environment and in the right place when there's positive things going around and you see things working, sometimes you just need to see somebody have a little success for you to feel like you can get success. And I think a lot of what has happened with the Browns is the fact that they are the Browns. They have the stigma of the Browns. And just because they were a Browns player doesn't mean the fact that they can't get it right. I I don't think that's the case. He played a lot of football for the Seahawks.
1: Yeah, he did. He played a lot of special teams for him as well. That's probably one that's, of the reasons we picked him up correct. Is he signed so to a two year deal. Yeah, that's we didn't just pick him up. Yeah, that's that's pretty telling when they sign multiple year deals. But still, it's always you're you're right. You're entirely right. Everything you just said about the Browns. However, still, he's young. He seems like he has talent and they didn't keep him. So it still concerns me a little bit. But you weren't wrong. It maybe just change place. It's also one of those things about football. He may just not a fit their system, what they wanted to do. Um, and we'll see. We'll see. We have a lot I of time. Mean, I, I've got no. It can't be on. worse
0: than Robert Nelson. No. <laughs> and we had Robert Nelson last year as our our fourth. Yeah. So, it's a win-win.
1: So have you been checking out the preseason, um, or after the preseason polls? I guess the power rankings. Mm -mm. So everybody, I'm sure we got
0: a lot of disrespect. That's why the main reason why I didn't. I know our defense gets all the love, and our offense. It's the same report every time you read it. It's
1: not exactly disrespect. It's the unknown. The the overwhelming is we're going to be exactly the same as we were last year. See, that's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. We're going to be worse. You can't be. But that was—you can't be. That was kind of my point. It's like, how are they it's expecting us to be the exact same when we get JJ Watt back? I get it. And offensively, it is definitely addition by subtraction. Absolutely, we could put anybody else behind center, and it was—we're going to improve at least a little bit. Maybe that's a pretty bold statement. I, don't know I about mean, anybody? Maybe I don't know about world.
0: anybody or Johnny Manziel or I mean anybody. I. I don't know about that, but I do know that we are better this year based on what we've seen from Tom and what we expect from Tom. The, the problem with the outside media that doesn't really follow the team is they just go based off of what they think or what they hear. They don't know Tom Savage. They go based their on their mind. Previous. It's an unproven. It's a, yeah, they go based on previous. He's an unproven and
1: previous quarterback. What, other, what has happened with other teams? Exactly. They want to try and fit every situation. No exactly. How Browns is, can't find a quarterback. The they role. replace
0: him here. They suck. Jets do the same. They suck. The Jags, they suck. That's fine. And, and there's a chance that that's the case. But I don't see a case where we are worse than last year. I just don't see it. Tom Savage hasn't shown that he is going to put the ball in a bad spot for an interception in during the wrong time. If anything, he's shown that he'll hold on to it and take a sack instead of throwing that ball in the wrong spot. So I don't see how we're going to be worse. The field position, the position battle for, you know, our field play is going to be a lot better no matter what our defense should be in a better position to make plays, given that we're not going to be turning it over on the 20 every time. So I don't see where we could be worse. I I just don't. I, I hate Brock Osweiler because of this. Because it's we get this stigma that oh you know we, we couldn't make Brock work or you know guess what the Cleveland couldn't make Brock work like they tr- like, I mean
1: remember we actually got pretty decent seasons out of Hoyer and over that, that's what I don't
0: understand exactly. Like these, both Hoyer get- had his best year with us. Yeah. Fitzpatrick had his second best year. He had his first best year with us after he learned everything he needed to learn from Bill O'Brien, went to the Jets and had a better year. And he came out and said, I had my best year mentally with Bill O'Brien in the Houston, Texas. I learned more that year than I did my entire time in the NFL. That's were his words.
1: And I mean, fuck Brock, but no offense to him as a person. Nah, fuck him, too. I think he's fake as shit. He probably I'm is.
0: I'm going to be dead serious. I, don't, I, don't, I think I he is fraud. I don't need to know him. He's a fake pussy. I don't like him. <laughs> I'm tired of him. All Fair this enough. bullshit stories that people like write about him. For what? He's a fucking backup quarterback. Who cares? Move the fuck on. Hey,
1: no matter what we're going to say about Brock is and as much hate as Bill O'Brien gets as not being an offensive <laughs> guru, he got us to the playoffs with Brock.
0: Okay, so great for Bill O'Brien. So for me, what I'm taking out of this conversation is Joel Osteen and Brock Osweiler are one and the same. Fair enough. They're both fake as fuck. Fair enough. Next topic. Dwayne Brown makes his uh, makes his, I guess, his debut in Houston after everything.
1: Still a good guy. Uh, which
0: is great. Good dude, good wife, you know, tries to do the best. You know, it's very hard. I think Mike Meltzer put it best. I think it was Mike Meltzer where he said, no, it was actually it was Sean Pendergrass. He said, I'm not rooting for Dwayne. I'm not rooting for the Texans. I don't care who wins. I just want it to be resolved. So basically what he's saying wanted is be,
1: I just want it to be resolved in a way that we don't run into this every year with a different player. Well, we're
0: going to. It's the NFL. It happens with almost everybody. Look at Aaron Donald. He's not showing up for and he's not playing this week.
1: Well, Aaron Donald was drastically underpaid and he was But he's
0: also on a rookie deal. And if you want to say deal. the same thing, he signed a deal that he agreed to. I get that he doesn't have as much bargaining room as a veteran does, but he's still it's just it's still the same standards. He signed a deal. He needs a report. And isn't the last year of a rookie deal like the highest paid contract for the rookie deal or something like that? So, he, I mean, it's the same thing. Is he worth $19 million a year? Most likely, if any defensive player in the league is besides J.J., it's probably Aaron Donald. He's now going to be playing a 3-4 defensive end. He's likely going to put up numbers like J.J. has. So, he deserves to get paid. But at the same time, he's holding out. And he, I don't think he's any different than Dwayne Brown. I, it's going to continuously happen. We're going to probably have to worry about it next year with Mark. I know it's not anything you anybody know, wants think, to don't talk about. I
1: think Mark is going to hold out next year. I think he'll get a new contract next year. Well, he
0: has two more years after that. He has two more after next year, right?
1: I thought that he's either two or one. I thought
0: if it's this one, year next then yes. year.
1: I thought it was this year and next year.
0: Then, yes, yeah, so he could potentially get a new deal. The way,
1: the way that I've understood it is, the way, and especially the way the Texans like to do contracts. Now, it was next your year, head. it's Merc and Clowney's turn.
0: Correct. I just, with Dwayne, I don't care. I don't want to pay him. Because I feel like what that does for the future dampers the team and it gives well, us no worry, leg to stand what on. What worries
1: me about Dwayne is his contract was very, very front-loaded. <clears throat> And it was a at that time,
0: it was yeah. a very good contract. Like, we're going to face this with DeAndre in three years. It's actually what years. scares
1: me about DeAndre. Right, contract. exactly. It's front loaded. It, the last two yeah. years, he's almost pay, he's, he's almost playing for free. Yeah, day. it's
0: it's the same contract as Dwayne pretty much, except yeah. it's just more. Yeah, the, the everything's guaranteed. The first three years after that, there's no guaranteed money left. You and know, it's
1: it's genius for cap room. Absolutely. Standing. um and it's it genius for the great, great position cap. And it should make the players happy, but it they does. Start, it makes them happy. Those first couple of correct. Players. But then they see that year. Oh, I'm only playing. I'm, what do you mean? I have to pay play this year for seven. I played last year for 19. Right. Right. Like, and it's
0: going to be a battle. Like, I think. It, next, next season is going to be very interesting. And I don't want to get into into it too much because there's going to be McKinney, Merciless and Clowney. Those are the three we're going to have to pay. If for some reason Tom Savage ends up being a top 10 quarterback, well, then we have to figure out if we're going to pay Tom. So then you have Tom, Merck, McKinney, Clowney. Clowney's going to be expensive. I hope people realize what Clowney's Clowney's going to cost. He's going to be Watt esque money. You're going to have to pay him that if you want to retain him. Because
1: if you don't, somebody else will. So there goes a ton of money that works. Well, there's just the problem with Clowney is there's just about nothing he can do that he's actually going to hit his potential. So no matter how great of a season he has this year. Everybody, including myself, we're all going to look at him and it's like, you know, he's going to only get better. So there's a very strong possibility that when Clowney renegotiates his contract that he's going to get the highest paid D line contract. But that happens every year. Granted, somebody always gets it anywhere. That's the nature of it. <laughs> yeah, but just putting this in perspective for the guy he'll that get. two years ago everybody thought was the biggest bust. Yeah, absolutely. And then merciless his production's right there. He's gonna get he's gonna give Von Miller and we, money, and we all know. And ne- by next summer, the going price for a quarterback is gonna be twenty million. Well,
0: that's why we have. I mean, see, that's what I'm saying. Where do we hope? Like that, Savage makes it. <laughs> there's so many different moving parts, but at the same time, you also have to think like. Maybe instead of signing Clowney, you roll the dice. As much as we would all like to keep him. I don't see how. I just don't.
1: Oh, let me ask you right now. They're going to keep Clowney over Merciless.
0: That's fine. I don't know if that's true. Merciless is going to be a lot less. Yeah. And you can get a lot of production out of Merc. There's a lot of production you can get out of Merc. I think
1: Clowney but Merck is never going to be considered a cornerstone player. But you're also going to have to keep in mind. I mean, he probably should be. You have but, to keep
0: in mind Clowney's injury history. OK, yeah. we're talking about a guy who literally has put together one season. I know. OK, so we keep, we're getting ahead of ourselves just a little bit. This On whole conversation
1: tape, is way too ahead of ourselves. But I'm saying that if Clowney has another great season, if he has a better year than he had last year,
0: then there's a chance if he has the same year that he had last year. I don't think he's getting JJ money.
1: He doesn't he deserve it at that point. He might, because people are going to continue to see this is how much potential this kid has. But
0: after two years of doing the same thing, what potential is there? Now there's a track record of two years of the same. We'll results. just wait
1: and see. But let's get we'll let's take, let's take this back to back to Dwayne because we're worried about stuff that we'll probably spend all offseason talking about it. So let's not get y'all tired of it yet.
0: I don't think we're going to see Dwayne in the Texans uniform this year. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's going to sacrifice his his, his own morals and come back early. I think he'll 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 return back week nine. So a a year isn't taken off or a year is taken off his contract. Bill O'Brien and Rick Smith will probably have an, uh, you know, an understanding about just not playing him. I mean, if we're at week nine at that point, I think we'll have a better understanding on where we're at and the players that we have at each position. And then come next year, you don't see Dwayne Brown in the Texans uniform anymore because we can cut him and not worry about it.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately.
0: That's an unfortunate scenario. It wouldn't
1: surprise me if he gets shipped out for like a third round pick. This year? Yeah.
0: I don't know if a team that would give up a third round pick for him. For
1: a tackle, you might.
0: Yeah, we got to look at his injury history.
1: Yep. You're not wrong, but... I mean, maybe, I think, I think maybe, if, maybe, I think maybe if that pops up if somebody. I would take it. Loses their left. I tack, take it now. If somebody loses their left tackle after the first game, say. Joe Thomas goes out. No. Why don't really Joe Thomas? Do it. Why? They don't have any. Uh, they, why would they give up a third round pick this year? They have no hopes and dreams. They want to lose. I don't think that's the case.
0: We'll save. I'm that thinking for somebody time, like.
1: Though. One of those teams that looks Fringe like they could. One of those like. You Oakland. know, like last year, like the Vikings for Bradford. Raiders. They overpaid. Yeah. Yeah, like the Raiders. Raiders. Where they feel as though they lose that one PP. Donald piece, goes down. And it's like they have to replace it before their window closes. Sure. So yeah, I, can maybe. See a team, I can see a team like that pulling the trigger and going after Dwayne.
0: I don't care how it's handled if, anymore. It's so annoying and it just sucks. Yeah. It really does. Like I And I'm, I, I am comfortable with the tackle position. I think Brino has looked good. And I don't remember where I heard it, but he's been an average tackle for the last couple of years. He's been in the league last year. He had a back injury. He wasn't an average tackle. He looks fine again. So maybe he's an average tackle. Is that a drop off from Dwayne? Absolutely. It is. Dwayne's an all pro left tackle. You're not going to replace that. But if you can get average play out of him and then if we can get average play out of Kendall Lamb, well, we may be better off, but what people, I think, are not thinking about enough on the line is the guard position.
1: The guard? I mean, your guards Allen and, your center,
0: and have, are inconsistent. Yeah. We don't know
1: what to expect. And we need them to perform more than we need the tackles. Correct. Um, going back to the Bill O'Brien offense, we... Tackles are more important in pass protection. Guards are more important Run for down. running. And... Bill O'Brien kind of relies on, again, Dinkin and Duckin. Three steps, balls out. There's usually not enough time to create a pass, pass rush. Right. That's kind of why Brady's kind of susceptible to pressure up the middle because if you can jackknife that, you can get there to him quicker. But you need guards to push the pile so our running backs can run. Correct. And when Allen, there's been times, there's been flashes. With Xavier and Martin just road, just road, road mauling. What am I trying to say? Just, I don't know. Just mauling people. There we go. And there's been times where they can't even get hip to hip. Yeah. And somebody's able to just cut right in between them. So I'm actually more concerned about them than I went with the tackles. You it too. would be great to have Dwayne back. There's not a team. Oh, well, there's maybe five teams in the entire league that would not improve by having him on their offensive line. But, all things considering, having the top offensive line, how far does it really get you? NFC Championship. Who had the top offensive line last year? I thought it was the Cowboys. The yeah, didn't they, they didn't get, to get to the, the NFC? NFC Championship? They, or they didn't even the win. the
0: semifinals or whatever. They lost was, in the, the uh, one after wildcard weekend. Because they didn't play a wildcard. Yeah, they
1: lost in divisional. They they, they haven't won a playoff That's right. But either way, all I'm saying... The Raiders had the the number two offensive line. They also had no quarterback. Would a quarterback have saved them? Yes. You really think that game... Yes. It would have been saved. If it would have been Derek Carr, that would have been a different game. I hate to say it.
0: What is the big deal? Yes, it is. They they had no quarterback play whatsoever.
1: They would not have beat us.
0: Yes, they would have. No, they wouldn't have. They would have destroyed us. They would not have. We would have lost by 14. No. Yes, we would have. No. They had no quarterback play whatsoever. I strongly disagree
1: with that they had they no quarterback us. play.
0: That's fine. They, they, they didn't block, block us. us. Derek Carr is a different quarterback than Connor Cook, who made his first start in the NFL in the playoffs. Yeah, they, they weren't going to beat us. Again. Uh, they would have beat us. They beat us before with Derek Carr. Well, so. Either
1: way, number two, off- number two offensive line, even if they beat us, they weren't going to beat the Patriots. No. We so were the only
0: ones that had a chance to beat the Patriots.
1: It's offensive line. What I'm trying to say is having the top offensive line. Correct isn't the most necessary thing in the world I can't remember the last time that the top offensive line actually won a Super Bowl top defensive line has won a Super Bowl a couple times not top offensive
0: yeah no it doesn't happen yeah. you can you can win the Super Bowl with an average offensive line and that's what we have uh, we just need our guards to be able to work a little bit better and create some holes for the run game that's going to be the biggest thing this year I'm really not worried about the pass protection. I'm worried about opening up lanes for Deontay and Lamar to be able to run the ball more effectively than they did the year prior. That's the biggest thing for me. Well, because the best thing for Tom Savage to have is a capable run game.
1: They just gotta have Lamar running the right type of plays. Well, he needs to be going outside.
0: We're talking. I mean, as much as we both love Bill O'Brien, uh, that's not happening. So,
1: yeah, then we're not get gonna happy get...
0: that you're gonna see Lamar run through the middle.
1: Then we're not gonna get. Any better on our running game?
0: No, we will come week six when Deontay Foreman becomes the starting <laughs> running back. Um, Fair so, enough. yeah, I don't know. Join Brown, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, I guess at, right now with the season starting, I, I I, I think at this point, unless he reports to camp, I think this is where we say no more Join Brown talk. I agree. We're focused on the season. We're, we got a lot of positive things going on. The city needs the, this team right now. The last thing we need to focus on is the one negative part of this team. So I think this is where we kind of kill the Dwayne Brown conversation and move forward. So Dwayne, you've been
1: murked. Next. Well, get to play the Jaguars this weekend. Which is super exciting. I'm very excited. What's your
0: favorite part about this game this week?
1: That we're having football.
0: (laughs) Well, what's, I mean, uh, the game specific.
1: Oh, I want to see... We're gonna to get to see a healthy Watt Clowney and Merciless for the first time and
0: first time in what week two of last year? Well, week two of last year, Watt wasn't even healthy. So week yeah, was well he was never healthy last year. Yeah. So
1: maybe since I don't no, think I don't think, I don't it's think ever. I don't, because I mean, I think Clowney if, had the good game against the Patriots two years ago, but Watt wasn't a cast.
0: It was Sunday always, night. I mean, he has that. But he had the uh, the club. Oh yeah, but he didn't. He still have like a sack and like two tackle no, for he losses. Didn't,
1: he didn't look like himself.
0: Oh, was that the game that he got triple blocked?
1: That's also the game that he got triple blocked, <laughs> and they were letting Clowney run free. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, so. it'll be interesting to see how those three are. And I think yeah. DJ Reader as well. Once we we'll be able to see what Reader's capable of. I, I think that's another underlying story of of the season for us is how will DJ add to that dynamic of having Merck Clowney and what it's going to be fun.
1: Yeah. It's going to be a really fun defense to watch. It really is. I I can't. That is, that's what I'm excited for. I'm usually I'm, a, I'm an offensive person, but I think it's just because I get to see so good offenses so rarely in my life. Yeah. Between, it's true for you. Between South Carolina and, and the Texans, and the Texans like dear God. I saw special teams kickoff and I didn't even know what to do. Kickoff return for a touchdown. It's well, I mean,
0: like, you get to watch some good offense when you watch North Carolina. I don't watch North Carolina. But you, your, your wife watches North yeah, Carolina. My
1: wife does.
0: You don't she watch also, the game with her? She also watches NDSU. You don't ever watch a game with her?
1: I watch my games. Oh, wow. Well, they're all on at the same time.
0: Every like, week? Just about. So you've never watched a North Carolina game?
1: I watched the bowl game.
0: So you go. so you saw yeah. some offense for the first time. Yeah, uh, well. <laughs> it must be nice. Anyways,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm more... I watched some. I played the ACC championship against Clemson. I think it was last year, two years ago. Yeah, that wasn't fun.
0: Yeah, that's probably.
1: Um, and then she also goes for North Dakota State because that's where she's from. And if you want to see somebody just straight kick the shit out of somebody, watch North an NDSU game. Like it's, it's. I don't even understand how. Well, I guess winning is just fun. I, I'm really not familiar with this concept of winning. Like I'm, I'm used to mediocrity. But when you just straight demolish people, apparently that's fun because they they won like seventy five nothing. Must but be I, nice. I didn't know this that's football's... how this,
0: that's how this game's gonna go this week. Man, I'm telling you right now, I do think that. How from many the beginning, pick sixes then, will there be? I don't think there'll be any.
1: You don't think portals will throw a pick six? Mm. Okay.
0: No, I think. I think it'll be maybe a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Uh, But I think that's the only only defensive touchdown I think we see. I think we see two or three from Tom. And I think we get the confidence that we all were hoping to see out of the preseason. I think we, we see it Monday. The most exciting thing I am excited to see is DeAndre Hopkins versus Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. I can't wait. I can't wait.
1: Ramsey's a talented player. He's a, he's I, a great I already, corner. I already hate him.
0: I do too. He's irritable too. That's the worst part. Yeah. He's one of those kind of corners. Yeah. He's like, uh, what's his name? That Andre beat up. Um, and <laughs> again, yes. In again, <laughs> he's very in ish. He gets under your skin. He talks a lot of shit. Difference between him and Finnegan is he can back it up. Yeah. And he can do it without just being physical. He can cover you no matter where you're at. He's got great cover skills, great hand skills, great footwork, well, he he's have, a top corner
1: he doesn't have the best hands
0: because he's good enough hands. he can't, for he can't hold
1: on to the ball well he never gets interceptions but he never did he have to. two last year
0: either way yeah, yeah. He, he's dropped some uh, i think he dropped like two just against us yeah he, when he, you drop he, a brock pick thrown, you know 35 <laughs> miles an hour <laughs> well, when it's
1: just kind of wobbly that's what I mean. i'm saying
0: when you throw a noodle arm those are probably harder to catch though too than probably. like a spiral <laughs> you're not used to them. You're like, what is this?
1: One of those sliders.
0: Um, yeah, I can't wait to see that. Like last year, that was so great watching them go back and forth and then not get that third down conversion to end the game that, and then to watch them go at it on Instagram was just, it was like the highlight of my year last year.
1: Well, Savage's coming out. Party was just, (sighs) I mean that if he can have that same performance this week,
0: we know we'll know it was Godsey against Cincinnati and Tennessee.
1: We're going to see a lot. Um, I mean, it was repeatedly stated national or people that actually watch the games that the Texans came out as the most vanilla offense that they saw all preseason. A.J. even said it. it. I didn't know that. Well, there you go. A.J.
0: Booyah said it today on a Jaguar, I don't know, like radio show or interview basically stated like. Yeah, you haven't seen anything from the Texans. They've been playing vanilla all preseason. I know what to expect a little bit because I played with them for four years, but they haven't shown anything. It's exactly what he said.
1: Wow. Well, there you go. So I just want to see if that was on purpose. (laughs) I guess they do it every year. (laughs) For four years straight. Oh, man. If that was on purpose that we played vanilla. If we were just trying to get easy completions to to kind of build up the self-esteem or... If we just weren't showing our hands.
0: It seemed like I, the wide receivers had a better understanding of the yeah, offense. To I, me. I,
1: I'm gonna say I'm gonna go on the ladder. I think that it was purposeful, but I don't know.
0: I think I think Bill O'Brien's uh, when it comes to the offense or when it comes to the team at all, he's very Bill Belichick ish. He wants to keep everything close to the vest, doesn't want to show anything, doesn't want to give anybody you know, you see how he is with injuries, and he he just doesn't want to give out too much information. So I would be, I would assume that we saw nothing.
1: Right. I mean, he comes from that whole Belichick coaching tree. Right. He's just where the only they just successful wanna, one. They want to hide everything. Yeah. They don't want to give anything away. Yeah. Um. There was speculation among uh, Saints reporters that part of the reason that we looked so bad against the Saints because all week during practice we were embarrassing the Saints. And we were. So they actually came out and they showed a lot more blitzes and they didn't play the typical vanilla preseason game. And if it was our own press saying that I would take it over a grain of salt but when it's another team's They have no reason to say that. Especially when they're just trying to mitigate their own expectations. Absolutely. So we'll see. I'm excited to see what type of team we actually have because I, at this point I really don't know. I kind of know Talent-wise, I think we're better than last year. In what what areas? In what areas do I think better? Um, defensive line, we've got yeah. Watt back. So yeah. that makes the entire defense better. If corners have to cover even shorter amount of times, I think that trading Boyer for Kevin Johnson is about an equal trade. Um, Johnson's a better cover, not as physical as Boyer, But he's a better actual man coverage corner. Yep. So... I think that that's going to balance a, out. Balance, okay. It's just can he stay healthy? Sure. It's a question with him every year. A little worried about our safeties, but you know. I'm not too worried. Last year we went from having two fundamentally sound, but Hal got so conservative that he wasn't his ball hawking self. It looked like during the preseason he got a little bit of that confidence back and he's going to not play as conservatively. Which maybe I think, that
0: extension helps.
1: Which I think will make up for for losing Demps. Sure. And dimps he was just fundamentally sound, right? Like he wasn't special at anything. He was just sound. He was just the body. He played the position where it needed to be played and was in the right spot. The two guys we have replacing them both more athletic, yep. whether or not they play that funda- as fundamentally sound as him. That'll be the question. I like Corey Moore. So we'll see on that end. I think all, all, all in all, I actually think our, our defense improved. Okay. Now, offensively, offensive line, take a step back because Dwayne Dwayne. And remember last year, we didn't have Dwayne at the beginning of the year, but we did have Derek Newton. So now do you think that we don't have either?
0: Do you think we see a better offensive line just because the middle part from Filo Martin and Allen could be more cohesive? Potentially. um, Maybe get more snaps, start to build a rapport. I don't. I'm not worried about
1: Martin. I Martin's guess I'm more worried about really, Silfelo really and, and Allen. All right, we. Oh, he's great. We last year Mance was really good, but he was one of those players. He was one of those players that's. Uh, it's more like fundamental. Like sure. he was an excellent, excellent pass br- yep. blocker. He was one of those guys. That his block he took care of, but he could never really push. He could never help. With the with offensive lines, when they say get into the second level, he would take a defensive line. He was never going to take care of a linebacker as well. Yep. So Martin, by being able to do those sort of things, should instantly make Allen and fellow better. It should make their lives easier. Now, whether or not it actually does, Allen was a very good guard for Kansas City. Very physical. He was nasty. That was the way they always described him, was nasty. And that's why the thought was we were signing him, is yep. he was supposed to be unequal with Brooks, but, you know, he was supposed to have just more attitude, and we needed attitude. And I don't, he got paid and decided to go to a buffet, I guess. I fucking don't know. Like, he just, he didn't look like the same player. He looked completely lost. I get that some of that's changing from one side to the next. Yeah. He looked like a waste of money last year. He did, and we're Xavier, hearing
0: different things in the camp about how he looks now. So hopefully, we see a different guard on the line.
1: And then Xavier, every year is developing flashes. There's flashes where he'll put two or three games together where he looks amazing, but then apparently he's also been one of the most injured guards in all of football.
0: And he's always just so up and then down and then up and then so down and then up and then down.
1: Maybe it's because he's always fucking hurt.
0: No, no consistency whatsoever.
1: But that may also be part of the problem. He's always hurt. Maybe. So offensive line, just long story short, offensive line's a push.
0: Okay.
1: I the one player that's better is replacing a place that was already pretty strong for yeah. us. And then everybody else, we're just gonna hope and pray. Like it's I don't even want to talk about line. the tackles because that's all it is, is hope and pray. Yeah. Off uh, quarterback, you could put a you could put a crash test on me back there and it would have been an improvement. So that's up. I would say that our running back group is an improvement because Absolutely. it's the same guys. Plus you add Foreman.
0: Yep.
1: Uh, receivers, I'd say they're, they're an improvement if they stay healthy. Yeah. Cause again, they had to get better from last year. Yeah. It's the exact same guys. A lot of them are second year guys. We've added Ellington to the mix, Yep. but everybody else, same guys. They've got to get better. Do you think Nuck gets better? I think that we talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, one of our other podcasts, I think next problem is he plays with emotion. And when he gets pissed off, you got to feed him and Brock wouldn't. So I think Savage will. I think that
0: that's a part of it, but I also think from a physical standpoint, he definitely, I don't want to say he was figured out. Like I, I know Texas Cleve thinks that he was figured out. I don't think that he was figured out. Um, I uh, think he had, I think he's starting to figure out as well as they're starting to figure out that if you get physical and press and play man, and jab him at the line that he kind of gets a little, okay, where do I go? But I also think that he has the opportunity to advance that and get better himself.
1: Right. But, but Brock, Brock would give up on him. When well, that Brock
0: happen. also didn't place the ball where it needed to be yeah. placed. And there were so many other parts that went into Brock, but I, I do agree that there were times last year, lots of drops that Nuck made. Right. Or didn't, but he's be-
1: always, he's always had that drop problem. However, if he dropped the first pass, he would catch the mm. next 10. Yeah, but last what? year they were like third down passes. like They were big yeah, and passes. Then he, and then he wouldn't see the ball forever. And then he wouldn't see a decently placed ball forever. I, Nuck, I think, is a volume receiver. He has to get that volume, and then he's he'll improve.
0: I hope you're right. I like Nuck. I'm glad we signed him to right. an extension. He deserved the contract. We're going to look back on this in three years and look at the contract and say, this is a hell of a deal. <laughs>
1: If he plays Mike Evans, how he OBJ worked, if, are gonna blow he, it out of the water. How he did the year prior. The year prior and the half and the half yeah. year before that. He'll be fine. Then yeah. And I just I firmly believe just watching him, he's one of those guys that for instance, with his 40, at the combine running by himself, he couldn't run a four or five. Take him to his pro day when he runs with everybody, he runs a sub four or five. He's one of those people that turns it up of competition. Sometimes he gets a little bit sleepy um hard knocks playing against Josh Norman dropped the easiest pass in the world hit him literally right in the hand right there on camera for everybody easiest pass you'll ever see on Can't the sideline it. yeah yeah I Easy, remember that easiest pass that was the last pass he dropped he got pissed off and they fed him until he gets pissed off he just takes it to another when, once he gets pissed off he takes it to another level the Colts game when um seems Hawaii like a water boy just similar <laughs> there you go colts game when Mal or hoyer replaced him he was talking about his mama when the uh, dude ripped his shirt off that's when he went off he, he probably was, said
0: they, he's probably said gatorade was better
1: probably there you go the uh what was it? his name you know the cornerback that's good for the colts that's always hurt i can't think of his name davis Dante davis 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 literally ripped the shirt off hopkins hopkins had 10 yards in the first half and then came back and had over like i think i wear like 150 yeah He's just, sometimes he just needs that little extra push to concentrate. He's an emotional
0: player. Yeah. He lets his emotions get the best of him.
1: Actually, I think it's the other way around. Once he gets pissed off, that's when he becomes good. But he chooses to let that happen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: But anyways, uh, yeah, so, I mean, the game should be great. There's a lot of different matchups, I think, with... Uh, we'll see We'll we're, we're going to see how the tackles respond right out the gate. They're playing a defensive line that has a lot of potential and they're also playing a grown ass man in Calais Campbell. So one of the tackles will be tested very early on and we'll be able to have a better understanding of kind of where they're at uh, the linebackers. I, I think probably one of my favorite groups of linebackers. I, I like their linebacking core. It, it's going to be interesting to see. I really hope that we can get the ground game well, going the early. The only
1: good thing about their linebacker core, they're good they're fast. They're, no, they are extremely talented. They would have been so much better though if uh Jack could have played middle linebacker. Yep. And he can't and he couldn't grasp it. So they had to put him back at strong side. So just doing that lessens that just a little bit. That's the only bit of good news we have coming out of their linebackers. But even with Jack
0: not being able to make that transition to inside linebacker, with them running a four three, I mean, he's gonna be doing a lot more coverage in that. Outside linebacker position right. compared he's to only, what he,
1: he's only able to cover half the field instead of
0: uh, that you know.
1: may help. That helps
0: him considering no, it's only half. us
1: because we don't have to deal with him everywhere.
0: Oh, no, agreed. But I'm saying it helps him being able to tune Maybe. into one side instead of having to watch so many different things right, right. as he, a middle linebacker. Right, he, he knows, knows why this he, is it. That's why
1: he got moved back. yeah out.
0: That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you have to play to the player's strengths. Yeah, um so, so he would have
1: been scary as a middle linebacker. I think he he's scary in case, general, actually. he scares yeah. me.
0: Him and Telvin Smith both scare me. Yep. Uh, and then Polinsky, he's he reminds me of Cushing. Yep. So, Especially at this
1: stage in their careers. Right.
0: So there's just a lot going on there. And then their safeties are okay, too. So it, it's going to be real interesting. They have a great defense on paper. Their defense is nowhere near our defense. Right. And I don't think they're even as bad as people are giving or saying Tom Savage could be. I don't think he's worth some Blake Bortles. So I think we come out and we win, and I do think we dominate from the beginning to the end. I think this is going to be one of those games where we kind of look and say, "The only way we don't is
1: if you know those lightning, lightning in a bottle games that Blake Bortles has like once a once a season." Yeah, if he magically decides that game one this year will be it, but I think after everything Houston's been through, I just don't see it, man. I yeah. just can't. I can't see it. I agree. He, with you. He's gonna. He's gonna wilt. There's there's not going to be anything like this crowd on Sunday. Like I hope if you're there, record it. If you're watching on TV, be quiet and pay attention a little bit earlier than you normally do. Cause I don't think that there's going to be an intro, a pregame or an atmosphere like this. And if you're going to the game, be
0: early this week Yeah. of what, if you pick one week to at least be five minutes early or at least on time, this is the week for you to do it. You if you're going to the game, you're blessed. You're going to have an amazing time. This crowd is going to be crazy and there's going to be a lot of emotion in that building. Support the team and show that emotion and, and give it right back to them with all the excitement you can, because this is going to be an amazing game just from an atmosphere standpoint. My opinion. I agree. So, uh, John, anything else you have for this week? I'm going to
1: put a post up on Reddit, I okay. think. Um, just asking what businesses y'all would want us to give a shout out to. Sure. Just any sh- uh, businesses, charities, anything going on in Houston. Most We get about a thousand listens a week. And 90% of them, I believe, are from the state of Texas. Yep. So if y'all know something going on, know somebody that could use a little extra boost. It's not much, but it it's something. It's better Maybe. than nothing. Yeah. It's w- essentially... Whatever
0: it's, we can do, we yeah, will.
1: It's essentially free up. Free advertising for local for local businesses that have been affected by the hurricane and support your small businesses. And yeah, please just do so. Like it's really hard for them to recover in a time like this. And most importantly, they don't have to let go of their employees that need their jobs to recover from the things like this. Yeah, I agree. I couldn't have said it better.
0: So good. Well, awesome. Guys, it's game week. It's fucking game week. Enjoy it. Go tailgate. Get there at eight o'clock. Celebrate with your Texans fans and get in the stadium at 1145. Get ready for an amazing Houston Texans 2017 NFL season. I am young Ari Gold. That is the Garnet Texan. We are signing off here at Texans Unfiltered, a Houston football podcast for your Houston Texans. We'll catch you guys next week.
1: Who's on parade? Bulls on parade? On parade. Stop it one second, I say. Who's on parade? Gotta mean, D. D. And they on the hunt, hunt. Opponents
0: three and out. Now they got a butt. Yes. Applying pressure, applying pressure. You gotta watch. Right. Hands going up. up. Another.